Welcome back to Brain of Blades, a weekly podcast about epilepsy, by epileptics, for epileptics, and their caretakers. I'm your host, David Clifford. This episode is part one of a two-part faux pas series. This series is inspired by all the ways that we can make each other uncomfortable through a series of misunderstandings or ignorance of others' conditions. If you're new to Brain of Blaze, I just want to state that I'm not a medical expert. I'm just someone that has struggled with the ins and outs of epilepsy for almost three decades. My hope is this podcast can provide insights that listeners just cannot get through existing support structures. This episode was inspired by the Caesar Challenge, a TikTok trend that has teens performing mock convulsive seizures to the song Lucid Dreams by the rapper Juice World. Though the Caesar Challenge started before his death, Juice World actually passed away from a seizure while arriving at the Chicago airport on December 8, 2019. If we have to explain to you why you should stop creating content that depicts mock seizures, or why people of epilepsy think that these videos are targeted harassment of a group that share a common disability, we want to commend you on taking the first step to a better life by sitting down to listen to this episode. The epilepsy community is not offended by mock seizures. After all, we know seizures better than anyone. We're offended by videos minimizing the risks of seizures by showing only shaking rather than presenting our whole story. You should really stop listening to this episode now and binge listen to our podcast starting from the episode one to learn what it really feels like to be part of our community. You're still here? Go! For the rest of you, we just want you to know that we think that the Seizure Challenge is an internet fad started by a small group of people that have obviously no idea of what a real seizure looks or feels like, much less how hard it is to just survive under the thumb of a chronic illness like epilepsy. While the press has been focusing on the negativity around the actual videos, we would just like to take a moment to point out the people of epilepsy have a ton of support coming in from around the world. Here's Jessica Moran from Ontario, Canada. As a sister of someone who has frequent seizures, one that we even had to provide recitation for my brother, this is disgusting behavior and should not be tolerated. Seizures are not a joke. Anna Diaz from Florida puts it simply, having seizures is not something to laugh about. And finally, Hi, my name is Claudia and I am from Australia um, and I just wanted to read something that I mentioned about some um, something I saw on the news. So on the news I saw that there's a trend um, on TikTok of people pretending to have an epileptic seizure and I'm just absolutely appalled and disgusted at how can people think an, an epileptic seizure is funny or something to turn into a trend. I'm horrified and really upset that there are people like this on the internet Epilepsy is no laughing matter and I feel so sorry for people who do suffer from it and now they have to see these people being stupid on the internet and making fun of it. I got really emotional and angry when I saw this on the news. Whether you're in the epilepsy community or not, we invite you to support and promote posts that deplore the seizure challenge by using the hashtag SeizuresAreDeadlySerious. We have also created a blog post on brainblaze.com that contains an open letter to the parents of the teens that are creating this content. We feel for you. I feel for you. The only thing that we can all agree on is that kids do stupid things. But in the blog post, we make the extra effort to explain why we at Brain Blaze think it is in their best interest that they delete their videos. 
The seizure challenge is an especially egregious example of the internet gone wrong that just cannot be excused. There are other less dramatic faux pas one might make that can lead to awkward moments that will make a person with epilepsy raise a light-hearted eyebrow. Well, that was awkward. After meeting with hundreds, if not thousands of people with epilepsy, I can tell you that I have personally made a few of these faux pas myself. In fact, I've been known to put my foot in my mouth so often that I can write a rubber sole cookbook. Tonight, I'm gonna to have a perfectly beautiful, glittering, fresh apple tart for dessert. And I have this- I just wanna make sure that all of you don't run down the same path that I've stumbled. Okay, let's start off with a really slow pitch. Dancing. Who hasn't heard the joke? He looks like he's gonna have an epileptic seizure when someone is an awful dancer. Putting aside at the obvious dig at the disabled, there are a lot of other things going wrong with this one statement. First, not all seizures are convulsive. Only a small percentage are. Second, the sprinkler doesn't at all look like a convulsive seizure. If it was a seizure, the middle-aged white guy biting his lip wouldn't be smiling because he would be in a lot more pain. Finally, the third, and the thing that gets me the most, is that this joke is so very old. It is a dad joke. It is as old as saying, I guess it's free, when a price tag can't be found on an item while waiting in the grocery store. It is so old. It is so old that its great grandkid went to elementary school with COVID-9. Holy crap. <laughs> Feel that? That ugh feeling? That feeling in the bottom of your stomach? That's what we collectively feel when we hear that joke. You might say it once a year, but think of the fact that we have to hear it day in, day out. Okay, here's another one. We all love our... I mean, who can't resist a great cat video or a funny dog? They're the cutest. You know, I also noticed there was some beef in Pups there. and kittens do have brains. And unfortunately... Thus, they are susceptible to seizures. While this experience is traumatic to any pet parent, one shouldn't link the Epilepsy Society or the Epilepsy Foundation to one social media post about how your dog or cat seizure was the worst thing in the world to see. And here's the thing. There are 65 million people worldwide actively living with epilepsy. We have a tendency to feel a little left out when your epileptic pup social media post goes viral. Because most grassroots campaigns for epilepsy awareness in humans rarely gains traction past the epilepsy community. <laughs> One thing that happens to me quite often is that people start talking louder and slower when they hear that I have epilepsy. A common myth is that people of epilepsy are intellectually challenged. According to the Epilepsy Society, there is a higher incidence of learning disabilities with people of epilepsy, 20% than the general public at 10%. However, that still means that the majority of people you will meet with or without epilepsy will not be intellectually challenged. I say this because when you start talking slower after hearing our story, it is an obvious social cue. Well, Monique, enjoying your stay in our town? I say... Are you enjoying your stay? We understand in our the town? cue. Quite frankly, 
The increased volume of your voice doesn't actually make it easier for us to understand, but often just makes our head hurt that much more. Be the person that you would want to confide your secret to. This one goes out to all the burnouts out there. We get it. You love weed. Weed is actually not what people use to help with their seizures. They actually use cannabis, which is a cousin to the marijuana plant. What's the difference? Well, we would tell you if you didn't just run off 30 seconds after proclaiming that we ditch our current anti-epileptic medication for weed. There are two main active ingredients in weed, THC, tetrahydrocannabinol that provides the high and CBD does not provide the high. Cannabis is a strain with an extremely high CBD count and thus relatively no psychoactive properties. And CBD only works for some people because... And he's gone. What do you mean he's gone? He left. He walked off when you were talking. Just don't be that guy, okay? It's exhausting having to have that conversation over and over and over again. One of our jobs here at Brain Blaze is to scour the social networks to look for people to support. We've seen a growing but also pretty disgusting trend. There are a lot of people that are using the word seizure to refer to, uh, and here's where we have to put it cryptically to keep our rated G status. So you know when two adults that love each other very much and after they get married, they push their single beds together to... <sighs> okay, geez, this is too hard. It's an orgasm. I hate the word too, but it's a scientific term for it. Now that we're all on the same page, they use the word seizure to represent the movement that one's body makes during that word. What people without epilepsy might not understand is that during a particular difficult convulsive seizure, one might lose control of their bladder or their bowels. If you're the type of person that enjoys that type of thing, can we blame you? Yes, we can. And we do. If you're not into it, I dare you to close your eyes and use the word seizure again for that situation. Okay, let's move on. Here is one that I have personally made. We haven't talked through the details of SUDEP, or sudden death in epilepsy, on the show yet. Don't worry, we will, as it definitely merits its own episode. SUDEP leaves families and friends mourning a lost loved one, never able to provide closure, or tied up loose ends. If you see a family wearing SUDEP t-shirts, okay, some of you are getting a little ahead of me here. If you see a family wearing SUDEP t-shirts, don't ask them how their loved one is currently doing. Yes, I really did this. Once. I mean, you don't make this mistake twice. It was years and years and years ago. I don't have an excuse but it wasn't like they were talking about their son they recently lost in the past tense or anything. I just didn't understand what SUDEP meant. Every year or so, I wake up in a sweat after replaying the conversation that I had years ago with that SUDEP family. While we think that anyone should reach out to the epilepsy community to learn more about their diagnosis after seeing a doctor, more and more often we see people posting their symptoms to social networking to find someone to help them self-diagnose their issue. As of 2020, Google is only 21 years old, didn't graduate medical school, and doesn't have a license, which makes the content found on it just as likely to help you to self-diagnose your seizures as Doogie, wait for it, Hauser, neurologist study with the best in the world, trained for years and spend hundreds of hours with patients to hone their craft. The odds that you or I or anyone are going to learn enough about neurology by scouring the web to find a self-diagnosis is flat out impossible. 
Also, we don't have access to the tools. MRI, EEG, PET scan, or CT. If there was a silver bullet for epilepsy diagnosis out there, don't you think the 65 million people worldwide actively living with epilepsy would have found it? Collective diagnosis through the internet is not only a faux pas, it can be detrimental to one's health. Acting on information from an unknown, quote, medical expert, end quote, can send you down a path that can prolong your seizures or even prevent further treatment. We really appreciate you listening to this episode. Did we miss anything that annoys you, the people with epilepsy? This list is far from complete. There's no way we'd be able to fit it all in in 15 minutes. We understand that this is probably a hot topic, and you would like to share your particular pet peeves. In the next episode, we are going to go through a bit of self-introspection and perform a light-hearted review of the other side of this conversation, the things that people with epilepsy do to annoy the general public. We would love to hear any of your comments or questions regarding this or any of our other episodes. You can reach out to us on social at brainablaze.com or on Twitter at brainablaze. If you like this episode, consider subscribing or even helping us out by providing a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. One small click really does help. See you next time 